Hey Fantasy Freaks, this is your leader, Christian Michael. Today is Thursday, September 27th. And I just, uh, I know I said I was going to post uh, an episode on Tuesday, but got a little caught up in the whole moving thing. Um, So I uh, just wanted to post this before the Thursday game. Um, And do my re-rankings because it's very important that we shuffle this because uh, I mean if if you looked at everybody's big boards and their rankings at the beginning of the season uh, we had guys like Le'Veon Bell at number one Um, I myself had David Johnson up there really high at one or two and obviously that's not been the case because Arizona is completely anemic when it comes to the offense. So uh, I just thought it'd be important. Let's let's do a re-ranking. Uh, it's not for week four. It's going forward on the season. Um, so if you're a little bit confused, uh, it's definitely going forward. Total overall projection because people are going to say, oh, why don't you have Ryan Fitzpatrick? Number one overall. Well, because I think Jameis Winston's going to take over the reins there in Tampa. So um, I definitely do have Pat Mahomes pretty high just because I think he can sustain his ridiculous point uh, totals that he's been putting out there just because his wep- his weapons are crazy. And, you know, the difference between the two, between Fitzpatrick and Mahomes, Mahomes hasn't done it before. Uh, I know... It might seem a little bit confusing, but Fitzpatrick has done this before where, look, guys, he's a really good backup, but he's not a great starter. He might be a good starter. He's a great backup, but I don't I don't know if he's a great player. He's had 14 years to show us that he can come in when needed and provide a spark like, you know, nothing happened. But I believe Jameis Winston would have been doing the same exact thing. He was killing it in preseason, and last six or seven weeks last year, he was the number one quarterback. So um, I think it's more just um, them, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson being healthy, Mike Evans getting his head out of his ass, um, the emergence of O.J. Howard, and then Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin is a – he would be a wide receiver one on a whole lot of teams. So – Let's get into our rankings. So I, uh, I'm i going to just do running backs and wide receivers, and you'll see why later. Um, I have a quarterback ranking list, but it's only 12 deep because that's the only, you know, that's the only amount of quarterbacks that should be started. So um, number one, I'm still holding to it. I know everybody's going to say Gurley. I still believe uh, I still believe Zeke is the best running back, and I think that he's going to finish. He started off a little bit slow, but he's gaining a lot of momentum, and I still have him at my number one slot. Number two, I have Gurley. I have to admit, I was I was wrong a little bit. Um, I said that he was going to regress a little. I still don't think he's going to have the season that he had last year, but. He looks good coming out the gate. Three weeks in, he looks pretty dang good. Um, So we will see tonight because he's going to face a Minnesota D that 
I don't I should say they're one of the best defenses in the league but I don't know after last week if last week was a fluke uh, with Buffalo I, I don't know Vikings didn't come to work and I can't believe they won that game just ridiculous I expect tonight's game to be better I think the Vikings are going to be hungry because they were humiliated um, I still think that they're a contender I had them in like my top four of overall teams I still think they're I put them they're still a top 10 team I think that was a total fluke uh, I think Buffalo had been hearing everybody talking shit about how awful they were and stuff and then Josh Allen comes in provides a spark uh, on the ground um, so I, I expect the Vikings to bounce back I don't think they're gonna win the Rams are my Super Bowl favorites for sure um they just are too talented. I I didn't even have to watch them play. They were so good last year. And then they sign Aaron Donald. And then they land Ndamukong Sue. Um, and then they take the two best quarter... Arguably the two best corners in the league with Tlaib and P- Peters. And added them to the roster. Um, they actually are hurt. I don't think either of them are going to play tonight. I know uh, Tlaib is on IR, so he's not going to play for like eight weeks. So that's kind of a bummer, but I still think they're the best team in the league, and I think this year's going to be pretty easy for them. Um, I know the Eagles will have something to say about that. The Vikings will have something to say about that. (laughs) And then these teams from the NFC South are going to have something to say about that. The NFC South is just stacked. Like, I don't even... No, I I believe that the loser of that division could win any other division, if that makes any sense. Uh, we got Tampa Bay on a roll at three and one. We got Carolina playing really well. Uh, Christian McCaffrey running all over the place, two hundred yards last weekend. Um, and then you got the Saints, who just um, won in that shootout in Atlanta. Uh, it's just it's just a gnarly gnarly division to be in. Um, all right, sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent. So number three I have is Melvin Gordon. This makes me really happy to say this that I was right about him because I have him I have him drafted in a lot of my leagues. I have him in most of my best ball. If you were drafting around uh, the eight, nine, ten slot, you were lucky to get Melvin. Um, a lot of people took Fournette ahead of him, and Fournette's been hobbled, so um, it hasn't really panned out. Um, the thing with Melvin is he's kind of a... Uh, he's not the athletic freak that Gurley is, but he's definitely a great athlete, and he's got tons of touches. He gets... I want to say he probably gets five or six touches uh, through the air from Phillip Rivers in that offense. And then they just feed him the ball, and um, even their backups are good. You know, Eckler, and um, they have another guy there. I, his name escapes me right now. But Eckler's out there putting in work, looking good. He's even a viable option to start, which is crazy with the amount of workload that Melvin gets. Um, and I'd like the Chargers. I don't think it's time to panic, even though I think they're 1-2 and two on the season. 
I don't think it's time to panic yet. They're a good team. They lost to the Rams. The Rams are really good. Um, all right, so number four, I have Alvin Kamara. He went up quite a ways. Uh, I had him as, like, my eighth overall, I believe. But he's just killing it. He just, like I said, with him and Tyreek Hill, they look like they're uh, playing on Madden easy mode, rookie mode, you know, just out there juking and spinning and just outmaneuvering everybody, making it look easy. Everybody looks a step slow with those two guys. Um, so, but I, I look for his production to come down when Ingram comes back. I think Ingram's going to be a good fantasy option as well. So, um, number five is Saquon Barkley. His numbers really look very similar to Melvin. I think that, um, he's that rookie this year, which when you spend a second overall pick on a player, he should be. Uh, but he's a pretty explosive guy, and he's uh, got a lower floor than most. Like, Melvin, I always expect to hit at least 10 points. Saquon, I could see weeks where he gets four or five points just because Eli can't get that offense going. But, um, so number six, I have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I did not have him this high. I did not have him as an RB1. But he's uh, he's about four or five yards away from leading the league in rushing. And he's got something like 22 catches on the year. So the guy's a beast. In a PPR, he's even higher. Um, right there, I have CMC at six. Number seven, I have David Johnson, which may be surprising to some because he's been so awful. Um, he got it in the end zone through the air this week. However, hear me out on this one. I think Josh Rosen has been named as the starter. Um, Bradford was out there just making stupid decisions. Didn't look good. I think his career's over. He's going to be a backup for the rest of his career. Um, Josh Rosen, I think he's gonna. they're going to really lean on David Johnson to help help the rookie quarterback out there. Um, so I have DJ uh, turning it around for the rest of the season. He's still so talented. He could still go for 1,000 on 1,000. Uh, that's his goal, 1,000 rush yards, 1,000 receiving yards. All right, number eight, I have Leonard Fournette. This guy's a total beast. He just can't keep himself healthy. Um, it's It's rough because I think he could play. Uh, he's got this hamstring that he pulled. I believe that if it was a playoff game, that he'd still play. But they're this is their invent, you know, this is their key cog on offense, and their it's their investment, and they're gonna hold him out if they need to. Yeldon is a good back, and uh, Corey Grant is also a good back, so that they can win without him. Um, Bortles is a better quarterback without him, which is surprising, but. Um, I think he, when Fournette goes out, he goes, okay, I need to step it up. I got to carry the team this time. So um, that's where I got Fournette. Number nine, I have Kareem Hunt. Uh, it it pains me to say this, and I hate it, but I don't even like him this high. I had to put him up here just because the offense is so ridiculous. I mean, they're scoring like six or seven touchdowns per game. Um, So he's going to see the end zone maybe once a game. But it doesn't look good. Mahomes just is lighting the world on fire, and those receivers 
and Travis Kelsey. There's just so many mouths to feed. But I got Hunt here because he's going to see the end zone. I think he's going to end up around in that in that area, uh, running back nine. Number 10, I have James Conner. I mean, if you would have went to my original first, you know, rankings, I probably would have had Conner 37, 38, um, just because he was Le'Veon's backup. But he's come in, and uh, while he's started off hot and has kind of fizzled off, um, he definitely is... Uh, he's got the skills to run behind there, and he's going to put up... He's got a high floor. I think he's going to put up at least 10 points a game. Um, and then you're going to have those weeks where he's just a beast. And uh, you got to remember, in the AFC North, when it gets rainy and snowy, they just feed their running backs. And he, I can just see him, um, kind of like week one when they were playing Cleveland, where they fed him like 30 times and he had a ton of points. I can see that happening again. Um, a few weeks here um, as it starts to get colder. Uh, number 11, I have Joe Mixon. He's kind of hobbled right now, but he's such a talented guy. I mean, they line him up out wide, and um, Marvin Lewis hasn't really used the same split with Gio um, when Mixon's healthy, while Gio Bernard during Mixon's absence has really performed and looked good. Um, he, they're not used that way. They're used separately, and Mixon is like, he's the main one there. He's getting 30 carries a game. He's, um, I believe this is where he's going to finish just due to injury. He's got a ton of talent. He's got just as much talent as Le'Veon Bell. He just needs to put it together and stay healthy. Um, number 12, I have Mark Ingram. I think he's going to come back and be a stud. I'm not, re- I'm not very sure about this just because last year he was popped for steroids uh, or I should say PEDs not steroids um, big difference there and I don't know if he's if that's the reason why he had such a good season is because he was on something but we'll see I think he's going to get the goal line work there in, in New Orleans where they just score a ton of points um, number 13 I have Carlos Hyde he's looked real good um, I think Baker Mayfield the new Browns quarterback. I think he's really going to rely upon Hyde. Last week he had a couple touchdowns, 22, I believe, overall fantasy points. Uh, so I like I like Carlos Hyde. Uh, number 14, I have Jay Ajayi. He's hobbled. He's got a uh, some sort of a, a broken bone in his back or something. Uh, and so it's called a, I think it's they labeled it a fractured back but he's good to go this week so I don't know we'll have to see but I have a Jai here just because uh, he scores when he's in that offense and it's a good offense and Carson Wentz is back so let's let's see what uh, Jai's capable of Uh, that's where I got him right there Um, and to round it out I got um, at number 15 I got Lamar Miller Uh, he's playing real well we haven't seen a ton of production from him. He's one of those guys with a high floor, low ceiling. Um, so really, he averages. He's like one of those guys you can just count on putting him in your flex, and he'll get you seven to twelve points. But he's like a guy that will never get you twenty-five points. Never. Uh, I just I don't know what it is about that, but there's certain guys where they just 
they're not capable of being the super explosive, high output type of player. But that's definitely, I mean, that's to the T is Lamar Miller. All right, so I'm going to do my receivers next. Number one, I have Michael Thomas. I should have seen this coming. He was one of my favorite guys last year. And in that offense, without Ingram, I should have known they were just going to jack up 20 targets per game to Mike Thomas. This guy's got a very similar build to Josh Gordon. And um, he's he catches everything. Um, Julio Jones at number two. Kind of self-explanatory. Guy's a beast. Uh, that offense is awesome. That's where I got Julio. Um, number three, I got DeAndre Hopkins. He was my number one overall at the beginning of the season, but Will Fuller has taken up a lot of uh, targets from him, um, taking those deep targets away. So I just, uh, I have him down at number three. He could very well finish higher, but um, yeah. Um, Antonio Brown, number four. People probably saying this is way too low, but guys, in this offense, there's tons of great receivers, um, and Juju Smith-Schuster is emerging as a really good player. He's saw it at the end of last season. He's just a stud, but um, uh, this is where I have AB for. He could easily finish number one, um, but just the, the amount of targets that are going to James Washington, Vance McDonald, Jesse James... Um, and Juju, this is where I have AB. Number five, I have OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. of the New York Giants. Um, he started off a little bit slow as well, but guys, this guy's an exceptional athlete. He's a gamer. Um, he's gonna be fine. I don't think that contract uh, is really got in his head or anything. I just think that he hasn't had a, you know, he hasn't had a good few weeks. Um, let's see. Uh, number six, I have Tyreek Hill. The most explosive player in football. I don't even think you can argue it. Is Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, he didn't play too good last weekend. But that's just because um, Mahomes was just spreading it to everybody. And, guys, he's going to get doubled. That's the thing here with AB, OBJ, Hopkins, Julio. They're going to get doubled. And some games, they're going to do a really good job, and the quarterback is going to go and give what the defense gives them. So um, that's something that you got to really pay attention to. If there's, uh, I mean, like in Minnesota, Minnesota, when you play the Vikings, you cannot double anybody. If you double Thielen, then Diggs is going to shred you. If you double digs, then Thielen's going to shred you. So, uh, that's kind of the case for there. Speaking of Thielen, he's my next guy. Total stud. I was wrong about this. I had Diggs and him flip-flop. I had Diggs up pretty high. I think I had him at 13, and I had Thielen, like, all the way down to, like, 20. Um, he's emerging as Kirk Cousins' favorite guy. Talented guy. Works hard um, in there in the slot. Diggs is still really good. He's on. He's a. Uh, I have him a couple spots below, but that Vikings offense is stacked. Um, 
Next, I have the uh, Devontae Adams, uh, the wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Um, Randall Cobb looks like he's gone down and he hasn't really performed after, ever since uh, week one. So uh, this is where I have Devontae Adams, super talented, Aaron Rodgers' favorite target. Um, there's Stephon Diggs at number nine. Um, I already covered that. So number 10, I have Keenan Allen. He's been shaky. Um, I believe Mike Williams, uh, his teammate, has scored more points than him. But I believe Rivers will find him. He has the weirdest injuries. Like two years ago, he had a lacerated kidney. And this week, he shows up on the injury report as a tooth injury. I'm like, what? A tooth? Like, is it a rotten tooth? Did it get chipped? Like, really? Are you, you're going to list that on the injury report? But uh, he's a totally talented guy, and they pass so much in that offense. So Keenan Allen at number 10. I have Brandon Cooks at number 11. Um, I don't know how well he's going to do tonight just because he's going to be matched up with Xavier Rhodes. But um, Cooks is good pretty much everywhere he goes. He's got the speed. He's an incredible route runner. I look for him to finish around here. Um, number 12, I have Jarvis Landry. Um, PPR, I have him a lot higher just because he gets so many catches and can't ever seem to find the end zone. But he's going to give you a solid 100 yards almost every week. That's where I got Jarvis. Number 13, probably too low, but if you listen to my earlier rankings, I had Mike Evans at 15, and I was even struggling to put him in my top 15. With the way that Fitzpatrick's been playing and the way Tampa's been just slinging the ball all over the field, Evans is getting his, and so is Deshaun, and so is Godwin. I have a hard time leaving Deshaun Jackson out of here, but I don't think that his success, he's ranked points-wise the number four overall receiver. But this is, like I said, going forward, and I don't think he's going to be able to sustain that. When Winston comes in, we know that him and Deshaun Jackson don't have a good rapport. Uh, and I believe the same with his tight end, O.J. Howard. Um, for some reason, uh, Jameis Winston likes Cameron Brait more. Um, next, I have T.Y. Hilton. Um, he hasn't came off to a great start. L- listen to this. This is very, very important. So I noticed this a couple weeks ago. Was it? It might have been... Uh, one week ago, uh, the Colts needed to throw a Hail Mary at the end of the game, and they took out Andrew Luck. And the only thing I can think of is, okay, so- shoulder surgery. Um, guy hasn't been stretching the field, throwing it deep. They're worried about that. I think they're building the entire offense around checkdowns, which is why Ryan Grant's doing so well and Naheem Hines. Um, and Eric Ebron, but T.Y. Hilton isn't that type to just get a slant route or whatever. This guy is pretty much touchdown dependent. I mean, when I think of T.Y. Hilton, I think of a 75-yard touchdown. Um, So I think that, luck as weeks go by, I think T.Y. Hilton will be better week after week after week as long as Luck's shoulder holds up. And number 15, I have Juju Smith-Schuster. So I already uh, shared my thoughts on him. So I just want to um, go to my quarterbacks real quick. I know I said I wasn't going to spend a lot of time on them, but I'm just going to do my top 12. There, No one outsh- out 
outside of this list um, should be started except for matchup dependent reasons. Like if, let's say, like this week, Eli Manning's going down to New Orleans um, and it's going to be a field day. I think the uh, over-under is 49 points. Uh, It's probably going to go past that. So Eli Manning would be a good start this week if you're a streamer. But he's outside of this list for me. This is just my top 12 quarterbacks. I'm not going to say much about them. I'm just going to give you the list. So number one, I have Cam Newton. He's just killing it. Um, Number two, Aaron Rodgers, self-explanatory. Number three, Pat Mahomes, lighting the world on fire. Um, He's going to keep it up. Number four, Breeze, not aging, getting better. Uh, Number five, Matt Ryan, looks like he's having a bounce back here. Uh, Had five touchdowns last week. Number six, Big Ben, I have in parentheses here, not on road. Um, If you have Big Ben, you need to have another quarterback. There's, or you're going to end up losing half of your games because of him. He is so terrible away from that uh, Heinz Field. He's awful. But he's a freaking world beater when he's at home. So definitely matchup dependent. Play him at home against anybody. I don't care if it's Jacksonville. Anybody. Even the Rams. Anybody at home, Big Ben will go off. He'll score in standard 33 to 40 points every time he's at home. Um, Phillip Rivers, what can you say? Just good old consistent. I love him, man. He, I would love to see him win a championship before he retires he's a great quarterback he deserves it um number eight i have kirk cousins i started him last week against the bills and he like had negative points the entire game i think in garbage time he ended up with like 10 points just because they were throwing every single play i think they rushed six times the entire game because they were behind behind 24 nothing within like the first 10 minutes of the game um, next, I have uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, in parentheses, Jameis Winston. Uh, basically, just whatever Bucks quarterback. That's what I have them right here. Um, Andrew Luck at number 10. Like I said, as long as his shoulder keeps getting better. Andy Dalton, number 11. He's having a great year. And then I, I know some people are sitting there going, where the hell do you have Tom Brady ranked? I have him at number 12. I think all 11 of those guys are better fantasy-wise than he is. Um, I don't believe they are all better than him player-wise, but fantasy-wise, I I even struggled to put him on this list over Blake Bortles uh, just because I've never seen Brady throw for only 100 yards like he did last week. It just it doesn't look good. Um, we know the Tom versus time. We know he has... He has father time knocking on the door, and Belichick is an ass to play for. Um, I think he'll get it turned around. He's going to be a top-12 quarterback, but he's not going to be a top-5 quarterback. Um, You can hold me to that. If he does finish top-5, then I'll eat my words, but that's just my belief. I know it's kind of a hot take to have, but um, Tom Brady is not a top-10 quarterback for me. All right, um, let's move on to our tight ends. Um... I'm just, this is three people long. Kelsey, Gronk, Ertz. That's it. I don't really need to say much more, but this freaking position is so awful this year. Um, If you, 
there's other guys that you can play like George Kittle and David Njoku and OJ Howard but it was so promising I thought Trey Burton was gonna have a good year Ugh, I thought Kyle Rudolph was gonna kill it Ugh, the position's just been so gross Austin Safarian Jenkins is doing nothing in Jacksonville that's just it sucks I thought it was gonna be such a you know I thought this year you could get a tight end late and it's looking like if you got one of the top three, you're set and everybody else is just scrambling and hoping to get, you know, a top five guy. And even if you're finishing in the top five guys, like Evan Ingram, who's so promising. And he's been in and out of the lineup and not producing. Ah, it's frustrating. So I have my list three long. It's Kelsey, Gronk, Ertz. And I don't really even need to elaborate. Tight end position sucks. Um... I'm going to wrap it up here with my defense and kickers. Basically, with my defense, I don't have rankings for them. Um, Just stream your defense. It's matchup dependent. If you have a team that's going against uh, the Cardinals um, or the Bills or somebody awful like that, then just pick those guys off the waiver. Just go week to week with your defense. You're fine. Unless you drafted Jacksonville. Like, like even tonight, L.A. Rams are my number one defense. I would not play them tonight. Cousins, as much as I hate to say this, Cousins is going to shred them tonight. And vice versa. I think Goff is going to shred the Vikings, D. It's just, that's just the way that the NFL is trending. These killer offenses cannot be stopped by defenses. Um, maybe other than a few defenses like Jacksonville that can really shut down and pass rush at the same time um so yeah just stream your defense and then kicker wise I have my strategy is just stream your kicker unless um you have Vinatieri Bailey or Tucker those are based I mean we've seen throughout uh, throughout these last couple weeks sorry pains me to see like the Browns should be probably undefeated. Like they, that Zane Gonzalez guy down in in New Orleans, like just blew it for them. Like he missed an extra point and three field goals. Like so unacceptable. So if you don't have one of those three super accurate kickers, I mean, even like the Steelers signed Connor uh, Chris Boswell. For like eight or nine million dollars last offseason and the dude cannot make a field goal he's seriously one for four this year and he's missing extra points so the kicking position is ugly too um just just stream your kicker matchup dependent sometimes it's just like just maybe get harrison bucker just because the chief's offense is on fire and just hope that you're gonna get seven to ten points just from extra points and maybe one field goal but um, I really only see three teams even leaning on the kicker, and that's the top three kickers in the league, which are Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker Dan Bailey, and Vinatieri. Good old Adam Vinatieri, timeless. Um, all right, guys. Well, that was my re-rankings. Um, I might come out with another one later if something drastic happens, maybe after uh, Winston moves on and becomes a starter. And we'll see how well he's performing. Injury dependent. Uh, I did want to mention the reason why I do not have Le'Veon Bell in my top 15. 
um, is just because he's teamless right now, but something's going to happen this week. or It just seems like it's going to happen soon. The trade's imminent. It's going to happen. If he gets traded to a team like the Jets or the Packers or um, I don't know, I don't know the um, I don't know any team if he gets traded to a crappy team he's still gonna be in my top 15 that's regardless that's what I was trying to say doesn't matter but if he gets in a really good situation and like he gets drafted if he does get drafted by a really or traded to a very good team then I will have him in my top 10 he's just too dang talented even though he's doing this whole weird holdout thing. All right, so that is all. Um, I will get back to you after Sunday's games. Maybe, no, I think I'll wait until Monday night to conclude all that, and then we'll we'll go through um, a quarter, we'll be a quarter of the way through the season. So we will do kind of like, like quarterly um projections and quarterly like reports on who's the top receivers running backs tight ends quarterbacks kickers blah 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 so um tune in then and definitely enjoy yourself this game's gonna be so killer tonight um hopefully hopefully it's not a dud that would suck if it's like 40 or nothing you never know what the rams are the rams are really good this year guys so enjoy it this is the best thursday game of the entire year um and this Sunday is going to be fun too. Um, so definitely follow me on Instagram, Fantasy Football Freak, and leave comments and give me questions. I'm going to do a giveaway here pretty soon. I've got a killer Eric Berry signed jersey, JSA, authentic certified, best in the business. It's a really great jersey. I, I, it's hanging up in my studio, and I want to give it away. I'm going to figure out a contest of some sort, but I got to get more listeners, more more subscribers, um, and then I can figure something out. So um, message me if you want that, and maybe give me some ideas on what I should do for the giveaway. So signing out. Enjoy.